everyone. Welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catania. Each week, we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Amy. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Health Podcast. Today, I have a very, very, very special guest, one of my best friends, Jessica Dennehy. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited about this. She is one of the happiest people I know, and coming from a happy Amy, that says a lot. Seriously. <laughs> so, and that's why we have vibed since the moment we met at a dinner. It's been two, two years? years? Two years ago. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Hi, guys. I'm Jessica Dennehy. Um, I don't know. It's hard to put me into <laughs> words, all right? <laughs> I just love to like live my life and live a free life that encompasses who I am and lets me be me every day. So yeah, I used to be a Wall Street attorney, which wasn't really great for freedom. <laughs> I didn't get to live the life that I wanted. So at some point after 10 years of doing that, I ended up in business ownership and entrepreneurship has really been the thing that has opened me up to be authentically me. Right. And so now I opened up my company, Pivot and Slay, which helps other entrepreneurs find their freedom mm-hmm. and live a more aligned life. And really excited about it because it just lights me up to help other people light up. I love it. I mean, the first time we met at dinner, I remember you were like, oh, I used to be a lawyer and I was a yoga teacher and I'm doing this and this. And I was like, oh my gosh, how amazing. She does all these things. Um, and she's just like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I was like, I love it. (laughs) That was one of the first things I remember about you. So it's always been, uh, just amazing to see like what you do and like how it's just always growing and always growing and always growing. So tell people how Pelvin and Slay actually came about because I I just read your book, which was amazing. I knew your story, obviously, because we're friends, but to see it on paper and to see the progression on like what actually, how that came about was just amazing. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I like to evolve. That's something that I'm constantly like working on, always moving to the next level, like whatever Mm -hmm. that means for me. And sometimes that just means me working on my own personal development so I'm happier. Right. And sometimes it means me pushing myself in business. So like being a yoga teacher was really, for me personally, Mm -hmm. like as a development tool. I don't really like to teach yoga, but I like to do yoga. So, right. but it was a really cool experience with for within, and it kind of helped me conceptualize pivot and yes. slay. So that's why it's important. But yeah, I'm an author. I forgot that part. I'm an author. I write for Forbes and Entrepreneur too. So I really like to write. And so when someone was like, mm-hmm. "Your story is interesting. Right. Why don't you write a book?" I was like, "Huh? Why don't I write a book?" <laughs> <laughs> because I guess people don't ever think their story is interesting. But exactly. Writing this book helped me really understand myself more mm-hmm. and it helped me understand why yoga became so important to me yeah. in my life. So the reason Pivot and Slay opened is because for, so I was on Wall Street for 10 years and then for 10 years I've owned and operated a brand of luxury barbershops. Mm-hmm. And so during the pandemic they were shut down Right. and I was kind of like, what do I do? Like yeah. I have all this energy. I usually push it into my business and my kids, and now I'm, like, home and I'm unemployed, and I've never been unemployed. Like, I've always been multiply employed. Right, right. Like, that's not even a word, but, like, I'm you always doing one. more than one thing. So I started to try to, like, tune into what my body was telling me mm-hmm. and what my mind was saying, and I just leaned into things I love. So I love helping people, so I started helping people navigate the shutdown. Yeah. Started 
like learning more about teaching yoga, which, which really pushed me to the next level personally, because I started getting introspective. Like, what do I need? What Mm -hmm. do I want? What would make me happier? Right. And I just kind of conceptualized this coaching program where I help people do that for themselves because doing that for myself changed my whole life. Right. And that's kind of how Pivot and Slay was born. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I love about that is that um, one thing that I'm always trying to portray in this podcast is that you don't need to know what you're doing exactly. Like you can build on the other skills that you've, you've acquired from other things that you've done in your life. And it's like you've never had a coaching program. You never had any of this. But because you were uh, on Wall Street and because you had done, um, you know, what you've done with Mad Men, you're like, okay, I can take some skills and apply it here and and then just change it and obviously you have to grow along with that but uh, I think everybody thinks you have to know exactly what to do and they look at somebody like you with amazing social media and they're like she just knows what to do no you figure it out oh, <laughs> right? I didn't know what I was doing at all well, right. let me rewind that for a second so I was yeah. like what am I gonna do so I started I was a lawyer at first so yeah. I was like let me help people with loans mm-hmm. And help them get loans. And I hated that because I don't like law. Right. And then I'm like, let me teach yoga. And then I went through the program and I loved it. And I started to teach and I hated that. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, that's not going to work. <laughs> and then because I was posting about yoga, people were like, let me pay you to wear our yoga outfits. Yeah. And I became like a yoga model for a half a second. I and didn't I'm know like, that. Yeah. I was like a yoga influencer model. And oh. I was like, I don't want to do this. And then I was like, let me help someone run a campaign. Yeah. And it was, like, this, like, moderate campaign, whatever. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. And then that, it all led me to be, like, Mm -hmm. what parts of me are ignited by all these different things that I did? And how can I make it into something that's meaningful to me? And that's how coaching came up. So I didn't know what I was doing, guys. Like, for months, I was all over the place. I'm like, here's a yoga picture. Here's (laughs) me, you know, I don't know, at Mad Men, like, trying to figure out how to get along. Like, here's this, here's that. I was all over the place, and probably my audience was like, what the hell is going on here? It took, like, a full year for me to develop what I, well, to figure out what it was that I would want, what would make me Mm -hmm. happy. There's such a good lesson in that, is that you have to just try you have to just go out there and like start doing things because if you don't, you're never going to find that thing that is your passion because if you didn't do all those things, I don't think you would have fallen into coaching. Like no. You would have been like, well, I guess, or if you stick with it, like if you would have stuck with yoga and you're like, oh, I paid all this money to get the cert. Let me just do it because I paid the money and I put the time in. But it's like, no, if you're not passionate about that, that's okay. It's okay to move on and just be like, this is what I'm taking away from that experience. And I'm going to funnel that into the next experience. Yeah, I agree. Especially because you and I, you know, there's people out there who can't commit. Right. And that's a problem, right? Right, right. 100%. But then there's yeah. people like you and me who would overly commit out of yeah. guilt. Yes. <laughs> and so my problem, I want the audience to understand that because if you're the kind of person that can't commit, like mm-hmm. that's a different person. Yeah. So I'm not speaking Agreed. to you. Yeah. I'm speaking to the person who feels guilty and makes themselves commit to something mm-hmm. that they're not passionate about yeah. just so they see it through. Yeah. And that used to be me. Mm-hmm. And in 2020, like I really didn't know who I was. And that was the first moment where I was like, fuck, I don't know who I am. Yeah. And... For me, it was because of parenting. Like, I became a parent. I kind of lost myself Mm -hmm. in that a lot. And when it came time for me, you know, when I was unemployed and I didn't know where to turn to next, I really had to dig into, like, what would make me happy? And that's a hard question to answer. I feel like a lot of people can't answer that question. Enter me. That's why I help you. I couldn't. It's It's a hard fucking question. It's so hard. It's a hard question. It's not. Anyone that's had a kid, like, man... 
they'll they suck the life out of you because you, great. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Continue. The first couple of years, your life revolves around yeah, them. Like right, they right. need you so much, yeah. and then you start to. I forgot who Jessica was. Yeah. Like in 2020, I turned around. And I'm like, well, who am I, and what do I even want? Right. And I couldn't answer that, and that's a scary right. place to be. So, I think like a lot of women feel, and I felt this way. Well, you can't be a great mom and a great business owner. Mm. You can't be a great mom and a career woman. No, right. you can. Right. Like, I'm now doing it, it all, and yes. I'm having it all, and right. you can have it all. Right. But first, you really got to figure out what would make you happy. Yeah, exactly. And I think you also just have to have trial and error, right? Like, I'm sure there yeah. are bumps along the road. There's still bumps. There's always going to be challenges and stuff, but mm-hmm. you just have to, like, start doing. And yeah. I, I think that's a big thing that people don't see. They see the highlight reels on on social media and they're like oh i wish i could do that i wish i could do that they're not seeing behind the scenes of that you're busting your ass like you're you're fucking up you're having failures you're having challenges but you still keep pushing forward with such a great attitude my audience sees that because i share all my failures i'm like oh damn i'm having a terrible weekend right like the evolution never stops so just because i figured it out doesn't mean that now i don't do trial and error like even within pivot and slay i've tested different audiences I've mm-hmm. tested different customers right. to figure out like who I really want to work with yeah, yeah. so I think you're constantly going to have that you have to have no fear you have to be yeah. able to try things without fear of ridicule without mm-hmm. fear of failure yeah I also think time too like a lot of times people will start something and they're like oh I'm a month in and it's not happening it's like you didn't give it enough time yeah like give it some time to actually get rolling and for you to make those mistakes mm-hmm. and to figure out what you want to do and pivot so that you can go on and like Slice and slay. I was like trying not. I was like, and you're like, no, Woo-hoo. no, we're gonna, gonna say it. We're gonna well, say. It. I think that's why it's important to find something that lights you up that right. you're passionate about because otherwise you're not gonna have that fortitude mm-hmm. to keep pushing forward. So yeah. like when I started teaching yoga and I went through the 200 and 300 training, Damn. so I was a 500. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am 500 certified, 500 hours. There's a lot of hours. Yeah. But then when I started teaching and I didn't love it, I could have said, it's only been a month. Let me push. Let me push. But I knew in my heart I wasn't passionate about Mm -hmm. it. And when I found my passion, I didn't care if it was a month or seven months. I was like, I'm making this work. I'm doing it. I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. Because I love it so much. Yeah. So you got to find the thing you love because yeah. then it will push you through when you're getting impatient. Yeah. Same uh, Same thing with me with doTERRA. Like I was, I try, I was a teacher and I was like doing all these things. And then I knew, I was like, oh, that's not exactly what I'm passionate about. But when I got into doTERRA and I was bumps, I didn't quit it when, when I quit other things because I knew... I was like, no, this is it, right? Like, I still have to figure out how to do this because it's a whole different business model that I'm not used to, even though I had been in business in other in other ways, but it's different. So that's a great um, thing for to, to point out is that you can quit certain things, but there's other things that you're going to stick to because you know that, okay, no, this is what I'm meant to do. And I'm going to stay up late nights and I'm going to do all things and I'm going to pull my hair out. But it fuels me. So I'm going to continue doing that. 100%. Like, I, I love that. So let tell me a little bit about, because I have seen you uh, for two years, just like, I feel like you are on a tra- trajectory. I can't even say the word. Um, just out of this world. So what fueled that and like, what is your, how do you keep going? Like you just, and, and you always do, like every time I see you, like you were just, so happy and but also with this determination that typically you don't see with somebody that's you don't see somebody that's happy and as well as, as driven as you are like that's not a normal mix <laughs> i would say most people that are super driven are like 
a little like angry almost. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> no, I get it. Serious. Do you know what I mean? Like, serious or just like so focused that they forget to have fun and they're not really enjoying life. And I feel like you have found a really good mix. I won't say balance because I don't think everything's perfectly balanced ever, but I think you found a really good mix of having fun, but also like I'm getting shit done and I'm getting it done fast. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Writing my book really helped me get happier because I figured out that there are all of these parts of me. Because the book is about my journey yeah. as a person, like from being a lawyer and that being my number mm-hmm. one thing I wanted, mm-hmm. to totally giving that up and becoming right. an entrepreneur. <laughs> and figuring out that like my lawyer, stick in the mud, serious side wasn't going to do it in the right. entrepreneurial world. Yeah. So I really had to learn how to be more flowy. Mm-hmm. And... What I realize and, and the reason that I can sustain happiness and mm-hmm. be driven is because the happier I am mm-hmm. and the more I pour into what I love as a person, mm-hmm. the better I am at business and the better I am as a parent and the better I am in life. Mm-hmm. And so me maintaining my happiness and the yeah. ecosystem inside of me is what makes me yeah. be good at all of these things right. because without that I would just be a miserable robot <laughs> and so I forced myself to and I have a lot going on right I have two kids alone I, mm-hmm. I raised them by myself I have three businesses and I really if I don't put me first mm-hmm. and get selfish yeah. then I don't get to succeed at any of that and yeah. that's what I learned the hard way so what drives me is I try to do something I love every mm-hmm. single day. Yeah. Sometimes that can be silly. Like I can, I don't know, go sit outside for 10 minutes yeah. and let the sun hit my face. Right. right? And like, that's my me time mm-hmm. that I, and it's making me happy. Yeah. Sometimes I go walk on the beach, like in the middle of the day or at the end of the day. Sometimes I go out and do something with my kids. Like mm-hmm. I took them to this hocus pocus thing last week. That looked amazing. I'm Thank so you. jealous. It was great. <laughs> but like I make time for fun every single day. Yeah. So that looks different. Like sometimes it's 10 minutes. Sometimes it's three mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll just stop working at one and go to the beach for three hours. Love it. But I have to do that to maintain my happiness. Yeah. And then when I, like, I think a lot of us kind of just push through. Like, mm-hmm. we're having a bad day. And we're like, we're going to conquer this instead yeah. of it conquering us. But sometimes you just have to go and let it out right. and pour into you and come back the next day, like, ready to yeah. be refreshed. And yeah. that's what keeps me going. And that's how I get to have the mix of everything. Love it. Yeah. That's such a good answer. Yeah. I think it's important. Um Sometimes in this world, we kind of push through emotions. We're like, oh, I'm not going to, like you just said, I'm just going to push through it. I'm not going to, it's okay to feel those things. Like when I'm teaching people in my course, uh, a lot of times they're like, well, I just don't want to feel sad. I don't want to feel this. I don't, I'm like, no, you're going to feel those things. Those emotions are never going to go away. It's about feeling them and then how to handle them when they come up. Right. And I I think you're really good. Um, I mean, we've obviously been friends for a while, so I've seen (laughs) all the emotions and you don't push it down. I think a lot of entrepreneurs are like, I'm not going to feel that. I'm not going to do like, no, I feel this way. I well, feel- you're feeling it whether you <laughs> right. want to feel it or you don't. Like if you just push it down, your body, it yeah. comes out in your body. Like yeah. you start getting shaky, yeah. you get moody, whatever mm-hmm. your weight fluctuates, yeah. like anything. Right. Like you're feeling it, whether yeah. you want to mentally acknowledge it or you don't. Exactly. Might as well just acknowledge it and let it go away. Exactly. So I know you're writing a new book. Yeah. Can you tell us anything about that? Yeah. I'll tell you a little bit. Okay. Very little, though. Okay, because right, I know. It's, it's about like... getting selfish. Ah, oh, that's the thing. It. So I've, that's really been the number one thing that's transformed me into who I am today. Mm-hmm. And I decided that people need to hear this and how mm-hmm. I've done it yeah. and how it's changed my life. Right. 
And it's not selfish, like, I do what I want whenever I want and I don't care about yeah. anybody else. It's more of just, like, prioritizing you and how that is going to open up a yeah. world of opportunity. So I'm excited because I'm in that headspace right now. I'm, yeah. like, just coming out of that aha moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm just putting all my energy into I'm writing this book. I'm so excited. Like, I literally just finished your book, like, a few days ago. And um, I was reading it. And I was like, oh, my husband was, could see me reading it. He's like, oh, because I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. I was like, did you know Jessica did so, like, you know, you know, like, not everything comes up when you're hanging out with somebody. But yeah. when to, to read their story in a book, I was just like, oh, I didn't know this. I got to ask her about this. <laughs> so that was close. I can't wait for your next book. And I have a whole section in my course about how selfish is not a bad word. Like, because everybody thinks it's like, it's, it's become like a negative connotation. Like, oh, you're being selfish. But it's okay. Selfish just mean you're putting self first. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think if you, we've all heard that cliche, you gotta, if your cup is empty, you can't pour into anybody else's. And, and, but we forget that. We all hear that, but it's just, we don't, it's hard to implement that. Especially, I think women have a harder uh, time with that. And women that are moms have an even harder time with that. And it's like, they have to put everybody first and they're just so low on the totem pole that they don't actually get to look at their life and be like, I'm enjoying this, you know? A hundred percent. That's it. That's where I was. I yeah. And I was like stuck in my roles. Like I'm a lawyer. I'm a mom. Right. I'm a wife. I'm yeah. a girlfriend. Yeah. Well, what about I'm Jessica? Yeah. Like where Jessica go? Yeah. And Jessica does these things. <laughs> yeah. And like but... without Jessica, there is no lawyer. There yeah. is no mom. There is no wife. There is no girlfriend. Like, yeah. Right. I gotta be Jessica <laughs> yeah. first. I can't be a good friend and daughter and person and in a good relationship if I'm not me. Yeah. So if I lose track of who I am, then what am I really giving to anyone? Yeah. Yeah. Like, is a mom someone that just feeds their kids every day? Yeah. Make yeah. sure they go to school clothes on? Yeah. Or is a mom someone who has to, like, set the example for what their life should look mm-hmm. like and show them how to care about people, show yeah. them how to enjoy life? Like, I don't want to set an example for my kids that mediocre is okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mean mediocrity and like business. I mean like you're yeah. like if I'm showing them that I'm eh, mm-hmm. like my happiness is eh. Right. They're going to strive to attain eh. Right. And that's not okay. Like I don't want right. them to be right. half happy. I want them yeah. to be full on happy. So yeah. I have to show them how to do that. Yeah. If I'm living a half happy life, yeah. So will they? I you just made me think of something that um the first time I met your kids because. Uh, despite the, you guys might think we actually don't live in the same state. You can probably tell that Jessica's from the, the northeast. What are you trying to say? <laughs> With her accent, and we did. We actually met in Texas, but we're both from New York, from the Bronx. Both of us. It's just funny how you meet somebody. But the first time I met your kids was when you were on stage, and just seeing your kids. Seeing them see you on stage was such a powerful moment. I was just like, oh, my God, like what a moment to see, to have two little girls um, just looking up at their mom, just slaying it on the damn stage. Um, and then it was just a moment. So tell me a little bit, like, how did that feel? For you? Is, was that the first time that they've seen you on stage? That was the first time. Won't be the last time. No, of course. And <laughs> Not worry about that's that one. <laughs> really what I'm fleshing out in my book because yeah. that moment was really pivotal in my life because yeah. it made me realize I know it and I know you guys know it. Kids don't listen to what we say. They listen to what we do. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason that I started getting happy is because mm-hmm. I wanted to show my kids their yeah. happy mom because they will mimic that. Right. Whether If I say go get happy but then I go home and I'm drinking wine yeah. and miserable crying on the couch, mm-hmm. they're not going to go get happy because they don't see me doing it. So 
them seeing me on stage and seeing their faces light up. Like when I got off the stage, they were like, we can do whatever Aww. we want. Like we know everything is possible. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. everything's possible. Cause look, like I'm up there. Who right. the hell am I? Yeah. You know? So, excuse me. So that moment I would think was probably one of the best moments in our lives together. That was amazing. We still talk about it. And like, I think having them in the crowd just made that that performance for me even better yeah. because I was just, like, all my energy was yeah, just in that Yeah, moment. like, this is for my girls. Yeah. Like, yes, this is for the people in the room. I have a message to share. Yes, I'm, you know, wanting to coach and do all this, but this is going to show my girls how to be a woman and how I want them to yeah. be. Yeah, so that's... That, that was amazing. And you just, I'm not going to let us finish this podcast without saying you won an award yesterday. Yeah. Like, my friend just slaying it. I love it. She, she's like, I don't know about my girl. You know you're going to win. Like, I just love, one, how humble you are. And two, how, like, when you do win something or when you have a big accomplishment, you just let it in. You know what I mean? You're not like, oh, no. You're like, I got this. I love it. And this is, you enjoy the moment. You know, some of us forget to enjoy the moment, you know, like you work so damn hard for that award and you're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take a picture here. I was like, let's do it. Let's go. It was so much fun. So tell us about that award. I'm like, you're the best friend because you're like, you just lead into my crazy. You're like, let's take a million pictures. I'm like, okay, let's. It's a moment. You have to enjoy the moment, guys. Like, like I'm not on to the next one. Like, yes, I always have the next yeah. thing. I always have, you know, the next accomplishment. I'm looking mm-hmm. to grow. But I, I sit in the moment, and yeah. I really enjoy it. I, I, like, practice presence a mm-hmm. lot, like, with my kids. Right. Like, for example, like, me, I walk to the, to the school to pick them up, mm-hmm. and, like, I make sure I don't have my phone. I'm asking them questions. Yeah. I'm like, we spend that 10 minutes, like, really, really right, right. talking. Yeah. And so when big things happen, like, yeah. yesterday, like, I'm going to enjoy it. Like, yeah. yes, I want us <laughs> to take it in because this is the first time, this last couple of years is the first time I really started surrounding myself mm-hmm. with people who are doing even more than me. Right. And so if I'm in a room full of people who I think are, like, even at an even higher level than me and yeah. I'm winning an award in that room, yeah, like... Man, that says something, right? Like, 100%. I feel really good about yeah. that. And yeah. I feel like that's going to keep driving me yeah. forward. So yeah. I got an award yesterday for getting verified on social media because mm-hmm. I got, in 2022 this year, I got verified on three platforms. Nice. Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. And I'm working on Instagram. Yeah. And for those that don't know what that is, it's just the blue check. Yeah, when the you, blue track. So it basically means she's official. She was already official in my book, but now like everybody else knows she's official. <laughs> That's yeah. What that means. I mean, it's pretty cool because it means the platform thinks that you're you're interesting enough yeah. to the public that they should tell yes. everyone that this is actually you and yeah. not some like fake fan Bye. page yeah so yeah. that's pretty cool and like to get an award for that in a room full of people i really respect mm-hmm. and admire like that felt really good and it's so true. i danced my way up to the stage Love and it. i was like ah <laughs> yay and i'm gonna go display my award in my house because i'm proud of myself and I want my girls to be able to celebrate their wins, too. Like, yeah. I, I called them this morning, and I was like, can you guys get on FaceTime? And then I was like, guess what? I won an award. And they both screamed. They're like, ah! Like, they don't know what it is. Right. Like, they don't. Yeah. They were like, after a bunch of screaming, they're like, so what exactly is happening? Like, huh? But, like, we just celebrate our wins right. together, you know, because yeah. it's important. And 
You got to make sure you do that. And that that contributes to your happiness. A hundred percent. I'm so into that. And I love how, like I said, you're in the moment and then you, of course, share it with your family to show the girls, not just, just because you're happy, you're obviously going to share it, but it's again, showing them, look, mommy leaves you every month to go do this, but look at what she's doing. Yeah. She's coming back and she's bringing these things and, and all that. So it's amazing. So, um, I always wrap up my podcast asking my guests three questions. So first question, what's your favorite book or book that you're reading right now? Yeah, I was going to say, that's such a hard I know, question. I know you're a reader like me, I so I have books. to. <laughs> the, the most impactful book I've read in the last couple months is called The Untethered Soul. Okay. And that was really cool because it's about like leaning into that flowy side mm-hmm. of you and just kind of understanding like the universe is sending you yeah. like what you need, but right. you have to be aware of who you are and yes. what is coming at you to take advantage. Yeah. So like stop trying to control everything and like mm-hmm. just let it flow sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And I need that. I need that message. So yeah. I heard that message. <laughs> I read the book. It was great. And it's helping me a lot. Okay. I got to read that one. I haven't read that one. I got to put it on my list. And there was another book that you said. We were both really big readers of nonfiction and fiction or mostly fiction for both of us so well when, the same author that wrote that book wrote the surrender oh, experiment nice. which is the other book i okay, talked about got it so. okay well, i'll put it on my list maybe for 2023 because i was trying to finish my list of 2023 that's a non-fiction one i know okay. you like fiction i love fiction all right second question i got um what's a habit that you do daily that is a must for you well my morning routine is a must like i i guess the habit is i wake up early when it's dark that's like my Ooh. habit because okay. I want to like have time to think and journal and meditate yeah. and exercise before the sun comes up. What time do you wake up? Usually four. Oh, that hurts my heart. I haven't seen what the world looks so, like at four o'clock. Well, you know what? But it works for you. It works so. for me because the kids, like once they're up, it's a lot of energy that yeah. I have to take in. So like this is my time. Like when I'm laying in bed, I'm like, I don't feel like getting up. I tell mm-hmm. myself like if you do this, your day yeah. will flow better. And right. like you'll have that clarity and grounding that yeah. you need to like really yeah. stay dedicated. How long have you been waking up at four? Do you know? Probably the last year was four. The year be- it has like it progressed. Okay. So like I started waking up at like six thirty, yeah. then six, then five, right. and then this past year I did four. And it's like now I have a whole routine in the morning yeah. where I meditate, exercise, right. journal, do some affirmations, and mm. it's good stuff. Do That's you, my non-negotiable. I get. Do you use an alarm? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. I, no, I don't <laughs> no, wait. I'm not psycho. I know, I know. Because some people get to the no. point that they, that's why I was asking how long. Um, if I don't set an alarm, <laughs> I'll sleep till 10 o'clock. No like, okay. I love that because I, again, with, you know, we've all like the miracle morning and we always hear like, oh, wake up early and blah, blah, blah. It takes time to create a habit like that. And even then you're still, it's still like every day I have to have the discipline to do this. Yeah, so it's discipline. it's not like, oh, how does she do that? She's fucking putting work into yeah. it. No, I, mo- I have to say most mornings I'm like, fuck, I don't want to get out of bed. Like, I like sleep. I yeah, like yeah. my bed. It's super yeah, comfy. Yeah. But I have to remind myself, like, how will I feel after I yeah. do it? Oh, I'm going to feel amazing. I yeah. better go do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the same thing, like, working out. It's like that. Like, there's so many things that it's like, sometimes you're like, Bleh. But once you do it, you're like, oh, okay, that's easy. And then mm-hmm. the next day, it's like, okay, I remember what I felt like yesterday. I'm going to do it another day and another day. But I love how you're saying you went back. Because so many people try to just jump into a, a habit, which is why I always like asking guests what their habits 
are um, and talking to them about like how they actually got that habit because people think they just turned on the switch and now they have no. this habit. <laughs> I used to wake up with my kids, which is like around eight. And then I started dialing it back. I'm like, let me wake up at seven 30 and yeah. just have coffee before they get yeah. up. And then I'm like, Ooh, that felt good. How about I try seven? Ooh, that felt good. How about yeah. I try six thirty? Right. Yeah. So like it took about four years for me to start waking up at four. Damn. And I'm done. Like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm not waking up at one. <laughs> I'm just not going to go to sleep, all right? That's it. Yeah, I'm all night in the dark. <laughs> the real secret is not going to sleep. That's the real entrepreneur secret. <laughs> uh, all right, final question. If there's one thing you can tell people to be happier and one thing you can tell people to be healthier, what would you say? Oh, man. I think they're the same answer for okay, me. that works. The same answer. So to be happy and healthy, you really have to figure out, you know, what's meaningful for your day like what in during the day would make you happy one little thing that you can do for you and okay. whether that's like a half hour with your coffee mm-hmm. or an hour at the gym or yeah. like a dinner with your family right like whatever that is figure that out and don't ever negotiate it love it and keep the advice you said for the habit like sometimes it takes time to figure that out yeah so it's not going to be like one thing and now you got it and that's it. Sometimes it's like trial and error. Like for everything else you said, sometimes it's just, what's the thing? That's not the thing. Go to the next thing. Try it. Test it and all that stuff. Your yeah. happiness, if that, if that makes you happy and you do it all the time, then your health changes too. Yes. Like it's so interconnected. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things I always try to t- teach people. Like some pe- sometimes people come to me for just happiness and I'm like, well, we're going to also talk about your health. <laughs> Like, yeah. it's just, let's talk about that. Oh, they'll come to me for health with oils. And I'm like, yeah, but let's talk about why you need all these stress oils. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's talk mm-hmm. about that. So they're definitely intertwined. But can we, um, to wrap up, tell people where they can find you because you are a social media, clearly just getting verified on everything. <laughs> I'm going to put all the links in the show notes, but tell people where they can find you and all that. So I'm always on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at the Jessica Dennehy. Okay. Um, if you want to apply for my coaching program or book me as a speaker or find my book you can find it at pivotandslay.com nice anything else you would like to share to wrap up i would like to share that i am super grateful for your friendship Aww. i adore you and I'm really happy the universe brought us together yay so am i i remember that first dinner i still have the picture the first picture we took together before we even knew each other i think we had met we knew each other for like 20 minutes and we're like let's take a selfie <laughs> we should have known at that point <laughs> Uh, we're like okay because <laughs> most people don't do that no, <laughs> maybe so I still have that picture and I cherish it and I love it so thank you for being on my podcast this was amazing thanks for um, having me I love you love you too alright I will talk to you guys next time thank you so much for listening if you're enjoying the show so far it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review Also, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.